drop the subject. All right. That was a nice long uns, uns, uns song. Unsing, unsing, unsing. Unsing, right. unsing, which no gay radio station would be complete without a good well, uns. There you go. There you go. This is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Thursday. It's Throw Up Thursday. You know. <laughs> Are we going to do that? <laughs> okay. To be fair. No, I don't think that I'm. I, I've been trying to tout this for a few weeks now, and I don't think it's going anywhere. But mm-hmm. a listener did message me privately and said that Throw Up Thursday is a thing already. Really? Where? Uh, well, I don't know. I think you do it on, you know, you do the search for the hashtag on Instagram and there's different things that come up. I think it's people sharing bad dates or, or bad meals or bad anything, really. And I think it's kind of a. A trending thing. I, so I think I invented a trending hashtag. I, you know, I think that. Why might, are you laughing? I, I think that might be a stretch, but okay. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's it's not unheard of that I invented throw up Thursdays. I'm, I'm if it continues and it becomes a real thing, I may take credit. And you heard it here f- first, folks. I, I I am hearing it here first. <laughs> um, that would be accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You, uh, we had a very eventful, we have a very eventful show coming up. We have Gay Gay Cray Cray to get to. There's also a a closet watch update. Mm -hmm, Somebody mm -hmm. very important came out in politics. So we will talk about that. But first. Very important. I mean, it's important. Because of who he is and where he's from. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't know important versus not important in politics. You know (laughs) way more than me. But we also had an all staff meeting yesterday, which was interesting. And then you went to a screening, which you go to a lot of these. I do. And do you in general enjoy going to these? Because when you go to them, the thing that would make me not want to go to a screening, and I don't know if you agree with this, the Q&A. Is there a Q&A after the screening every time? And if so, how endlessly long is it? Because I don't care about Q&As and I think they people think that it's this big, exciting See, I thing. end up hosting a lot of those Q&As, and I love the Q&As. <laughs> really? But some people do leave, and I'm like, where are you going? So you uh, get offended when people get up and leave? Not really, because I know like some people came to see this movie, and it was two hours long, and it's like, I'm ready to go. Um, I love Q&As, and like I said, I end up hosting like a lot of them, um, like Q&As or panels or whatever, um, and I'm actually doing that next week. Um, but I, 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 have, I have mixed feelings about screening, so like I go to a lot of them, um, but I've started turning down things I just don't have an interest in. At first, I was like, I feel like I need to go to everything I get invited to because I don't want them to not invite me. It's like going to your first festival when there's like free yeah. tote bags everywhere and, and free like earplugs. Yeah, and like you're like, oh my god, everything's free. I got to get every sticker. Right. I got to right. get it. I got to put every pin on my backpack. <laughs> and then you realize that it's really not like yeah. you don't need it's all the things. It's not that big a deal. Right. Yeah. So like I, I now go to things that I'm interested in seeing, and like I mean, I, I obviously cover a lot of like black and diverse content, and so like. Like I have all but stopped like going to anything that involves like police violence. Like I just won't consume it anymore. Wow. For a while. So, but you don't feel like you need to keep doing. Um, so? I I feel guilt about it because I feel like it's a really important part of the like the cultural narrative uh, or conversation, I should say. Um, but it's also too difficult to watch, and so um, and like I, it's really painful to watch like people that look like me or my brothers or or whomever, um, being killed and like. You know, people getting away with it, um, and yeah. like there being no there being no criminality uh, associated with that, um, assigned to it. So um, that's really interesting, though, in general, because I feel like I I mean I, I think that there's a fine line between watching. I was actually just talking about this with a friend yesterday. What what we choose to watch and why, yeah. and how what if we choose to watch something because we feel like we need to because mm-hmm. there's so much going on in the world right now and there's so many issues and there's so many great documentaries out about these issues and things like that and you're going okay should I sit down and watch this even though it's going to be really hard for me but I feel like I need to immerse myself in this because it's important as a human being yeah or are you of the mindset where it's like it's my choice what I want to watch if I want to watch something where there's an escape involved and it's just kind of something lighthearted, then that's my prerogative. Well, for me, I um, I remember after the Philando Castile uh, police killing for people that don't remember because there's so many of them. Philando Castile, uh, his girlfriend was sitting next to him in the car. He told the police officer, I want to let you know I have a gun in the console. I'm going to reach for my ID. She was the he one who videotaped that. everything, right? right. She had it going on her phone yeah. when it was happening. And then the, there's video of like the little girl girl and all this stuff and it, it was it's I don't want to go into the details yeah. of that right but it was it was so um, hurtful for me and like I was so hurt by that by seeing that for so long that I stopped watching those videos um, and I feel like as a news person like it's part of the job 
you know, to see those things. But like, I also don't have to consume it. So I just, yeah. I, I, and then there was you draw a, the line for yourself. Then. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the hate you give came out was a movie that is about. Oh violence. yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but I saw, yeah. yeah, the billboards for that. And I got invited to come cover it and I declined. It was the first time I passed on something um, because I was like, it's, that's too hard to watch. And I actually just went to a screening of a, of a TV show of a miniseries on CBS called the red line, which is actually ended up being really excellent, but I didn't read the synopsis ahead of time. And I didn't know that the first scene was like a black man being killed by the police and I was like oh, oh wow but the series when they throw so that good. on you yeah you're like oh okay right. um, but the series was so good that I was like I was glad that I came and saw it because it was it was just a, a really good piece but you saw a comedy last night I saw a comedy last night Justin are we almost out of time already no um, keep going so I went and saw Wanda Sykes's <laughs> I'm standing uh, up for myself yeah, so I went to Wanda Sykes's new uh, new stand up special uh, called Not Normal we have a clip of it and I, I, I'll t- kind of explain it Let me just start by saying, if you voted for Trump and you came to see me, you f***ed up again. (laughs) So uh, Netflix has this initiative called Strong Black Lead, which is about all of the black content and like really supporting that. And so Strong Black Lead hosted this con- this uh, this uh, screening on top of uh, New House, which is this you know social club or whatever. But it's rooftop and it's on the side of a building. And so, have you ever been to a silent disco where they have headphones for the music? I've seen. I've walked by them. So it's like yeah. that, but for movies. And so, like all of us are sitting outside on this rooftop in like lounge chairs, wearing headphones. Oh, I feel like I always see that in little previews for Coca Cola before an actual movie yeah. in a theater that I see. Yeah, it's, it's always it's, them being like, "Wow!" with a Coca Cola, and well, they've got the headphones on. It's really cool and like it's also what's interesting about it is if you take off the headphones you hear silence and then like uproarious laughter and like you know what I mean so uh, it was really fun and like the special was really funny and like I've always been a Wanda Sykes fan so it was a fun event and like I I enjoyed going to those things because like it's a a fun way to like be able to see everyone that you don't get to see all that kind of well like see everyone that's that's there like we all we all see each other at a lot of different events or whatever so it's it's always a cool social event so I had a good time with that Um, and uh, you know the special's out on on Netflix right now it just Uh, came out today right it came out the day before yesterday Oh, okay. uh, it's called Not Normal. It is really, really funny, and so you guys should check it out on Netflix. It's I had a really good time with everyone there. So thanks to the Strong Black Lead folks for having me out. Um, coming up after this, we're going to talk about a Mormon Republican lawmaker that just came out of the closet. Uh, what that means? We've got a clip of him, and uh, we'll talk about it. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jared Hill hanging with you on this fine throw-up Thursday. Ginger Justin <laughs> running the board, doing a great job, looking good at at it. Well, you look a little... Look, Have you showered today? Yes. Uh, you're shaking... You're like doing that half shake your head thing. I'm it's not like really sure how to take that. Hour. You know, that's the thing about being in a radio studio together in very close quarters. You definitely have to shower and wear deodorant on a regular basis. <laughs> Goes south pretty quickly. All right. Closet watch. <laughs> Somebody has come out of the closet. Somebody that you said is not super important in the politics world, right? But important now that he's come out of the closet. Important because of his his affiliations, yeah. So this guy is from Utah, Mm -hmm. and I don't understand what this means. He's a Republican lawmaker? Is that a thing? They just say you're a lawmaker. Well, lawmaker means like he's not a part of their like state congress or anything like that. He's the the commissioner of the city, so. Oh, okay. And and the question is like, what does a commissioner do? But that's a different conversation. (laughs) Okay, yeah, because I can't answer that for you. Uh, Nathan Ivey is his name. He is Mormon, and he has just come out of the closets. I love Utah. I love my home and our community, the kinship that we feel here. I'm sharing my story with you today because I know I need to be honest with my friends, my family, and my neighbors here in Utah County. What I have to say is not easy for me and may not be taken well by everyone who hears it. I understand that. I just hope you'll hear what I have to say with the same spirit I want to share it with. Oh, God. There's no easy way to say this. I might as well just jump up and say it. Then say it! Okay. No, don't jump. That's my reality. I'm gay. That's oh. I, need to oh, talk. I talked over it. his... Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I feel like Bob Ross just came out of the closet. That was that. I mean, if you're going to come out, and it's a it's a very important thing for this Republican gay lawmaker to come out, but to bore everyone with this weird like music bed that's basically making me fall asleep immediately, and then to say I'm going to jump up and say it. I'd take Pete Buttigieg on this any day of the week. Like, (laughs) oh God, and. I mean, looking at this guy, he's I mean, got a lot of the... horses in the background. I mean, he kind of kind of looks obvious to me that he's gay. Well, welcome to the community, right? Like, thank you for coming out. Um, but you're, you know what? Good, good on you. I, I guess, but like, I don't know. It's just, it was a, it was a really bad video. Like, as a gay, I wanted more out of you. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, as a gay, I think we're disappointed because you're not wearing a speedo. I mean, get, you started off great with the cowboy hat, but it just went south from there. Too it really south. did. Yes. Um, well, speaking of going south, we're going to go to Trader Joe's. I don't know if that works, but um, Trader <laughs> Joe's has some new things on their menu, on their offerings, and we're going to talk about them, and, and I'm not pleased about most of them. Me You're neither. listening to Drop the Subject on the new channel, Q on the radio, and radio.com. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, the newly engaged Ginger Justin, our producer, who waves his finger actually in a very... Uh, aggressive. Aggressive, but kind of flamey way, I have to say. <laughs> that, and I mean that as a compliment. Do you? I do, actually. <laughs> um, food and the hybridized or healthified food craze has the healthification the healthification of all foods and I, I'm actually saying this as donuts sit in the studio full fat full gluten donuts begging for me to come over and yeah and them. so we're going to be sitting next to this box of donuts uncomfortably wanting them for the mm. next whatever hour and a half that we have left in the show but there is a there's a list of new Trader Joe's items that okay. just got released and I always check them out I always take the clickbait because I'm like more wasabi dumplings I'm sure Wait, they do this often, like release a list of the new stuff? Yeah. Oh, Trader Joe's that. always has new foods that they're is this releasing. Like an email list that I'm not on? <laughs> You're not getting the Trader Joe's e- no. e- flyer, the fearless the flyer? Newsletter? There's I, actually a newsletter. I know they like send out a publication that I've seen on people's desks or uh, like coffee tables. <laughs> and I was like, who are Oh, these it people? is a thrilling read. Okay. Uh, yeah, they come up with new food all the time and then they'll take the food out. So you're like, oh my God, where are the sriracha dumplings? Yeah. Like or the, the McRib is gone and it's coming back in the Exactly. Fall. Okay. Yeah. So then everyone freaks out about it. So this is some of the new foods that they have coming out and they are extremely, extremely healthy. But I think it just plays into this whole fad that we're all in right now of taking things that seem delicious like Cheetos or Hot Pockets or donuts and then finding ways to make them ridiculously healthy to the point where they're not enjoyable in any way. I'm imagining like an edamame donut or something and I'm already <laughs> upset about this. Well, I mean, it started with simple things Okay, like, oh, why don't we turn cheese into cashews? Or why cashews into cheese. Yeah, like why don't we why don't we make cheese and then get rid of the cheese part and turn cashews into the new cheese, right? Okay. Then it was why don't we take pe- the peanuts out of the peanut butter and we'll make butter out of every other seed imaginable, like pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds and let's make oil out of sunflowers and all this other crap, right? Let's be clear, like peanut butter is perfect. <laughs> we don't need to play with it. Like yeah. su- sunflower seed, but like why? And I don't know what when you t- if this was on the air or off the air, but you said you felt like you needed to break up with somebody because they didn't like peanut butter. I was dating someone and we were maybe like five months in and it came up that he didn't like peanut butter. And I was like, you should have put that in the disclaimer on your profile. <laughs> that should be on your profile immediately. When I swiped right, I should have had that information ahead of time because I may not have. Well, waiters get people's dietary restrictions and allergy information before like a dinner party or something like that. I think in relationships, you should get that as well. All of your dietary restrictions and preferences, they should be listed on your dating profile. My best friend and I have had a a long-standing joke, not joke, that uh, we, like, if I go out on a first date with someone and he's like, I'm vegan, it's like, this isn't going to work. I'm gonna Same go. for me. And there's a lot of vegan lesbians yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're aggressive vegans. Well, they're not like, I'm just going to be a vegan and everyone else do their thing. It's like, I'm a vegan and everyone else should be a vegan. And we're Los Angeles homosexuals, so, like, there's a lot of it here, as opposed to, I would assume there's probably less of it in, like, the middle of the country. I would hope there's less of it. Like, I hope you guys don't have to deal with it the way we do. But, like, L.A. is, like, vegan everywhere, vegetarian everywhere, paleo everywhere, I also, keto. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also think that people have stopped chewing. 
I think everyone's just making everything into smoothie form oh. and <laughs> juice like, form <laughs> and everything's turned into an acai bowl or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's just put in these different forms. I don't think people are even walking around eating sandwiches I anymore. You're absolutely right. So without further ado, here are some of the things that they have put on the Trader Joe's new items list. Take take an Oreo, Jarrett. Look at it. It's beautiful. Love it. Isn't it a thing of God? Mm-hmm. Take the ends of it, throw them out, no. and replace them with oat. <laughs> oh, oh. Oat. Oat. So it's instead of the actual ends, it's actually just slabs of oat. Okay. Like oatmeal? Yeah. Oatmeal. Oh, okay. Then you take that beautiful lard in the middle, throw that out. Okay. Wait. So now we have no Oreo left. And then you replace it with Greek yogurt. Okay. And then we have oat and Greek yogurt sandwich cookies. I would... Like Filled with yogurt cream. <laughs> lose it. L- I was going to say lose, <laughs> lose it. it. Yeah. Let's lose it. So this to me is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You're taking something that's delicious, cookies and yeah. sandwiches, and you're taking out anything that's good about them, but you're still using the word cookie and sandwich to lure people in, and then it actually works. It's a marketing scam, and you look at these and you go, well, look kind of looks like the same shape as an Oreo, so I'm going to get it. And then you're eating oat and Greek yogurt instead of an Oreo. And what have you become? Does it look like an Oreo? Like, is it the same colors and everything? Uh, well, it's it's got like, the, I mean, it's the color of like an oatmeal cookie. I don't have, let's see. Yeah, I've got I, just, it. I think what's wrong with that for me is like, I, well, because I remember being a kid and liking oatmeal cream pies. It's like oatmeal cookie with like something very large. Yeah, but you need middle. to balance it out with something sugary. You well, can't just I'm, put Greek yogurt in there. Well, yeah, and like I'm also not co- approaching this as if it were an Oreo. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're okay. not. They're not touting that it's a, a, a like an Oreo adjacent item. Ugh, yeah. Okay. What else you got? So okay, we've also got fudgy chocolate fudgy. Okay, delicious mm-hmm. chocolate. Yes. Delicious quinoa. Loaf and cake mix. So fudgy chocolate quinoa loaf and cake mix. I don't know how quinoa crowbarred its way into the fudgy chocolate world, but it needs to get the hell out of there because there's nothing delicious about quinoa and it can't just creep its way into delicious dessert items and we're just going to be none the wiser. And we're just going to let this happen. We're just going to let this happen. Uh, Tortilla chips that are seasoned with Brussels sprouts. So hold on. I looked at... I'm looking... At this cake situation, I I could see them figuring out how to do this in a way that would make it tasty, but I'm skeptical because I skeptical because I hate quinoa. Yes, yeah, so does everyone else. <laughs> everyone, everyone hates everyone quinoa. Hates quinoa. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing good about quinoa. Yeah, quinoa takes so much to make it tasty that it's like, oh, why bother? There's also nothing good about millet, which is another thing that everyone's eating. And the final item is ancient grain millet tots. These are millet tots are the only non-potato whole grain tot on the market. (laughs) The only non... What? The only non-potato whole grain tot on the market. Right. And I think there's a reason for that Uh, because they suck. People are not fighting for... We should get all these things and try them. Uh, I would love that. Yeah. I mean, I probably would not love that because I they're will. probably also going <laughs> to taste like crap. But okay, um, so I, I, I agree with you though. I think we should get these and actually taste in test them. In a future them. show, we're going to do a taste test because we're doing a, a community service basically with yeah. this show and mm-hmm. with this work. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and I, cashew cheese is not going to fix it too. News it or lose it is next. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject okay drop the subject on the new channel Q Allie Johnson here Jared Hill right over there That's and me. Jared we are getting to one of your favorite parts of the show yes where you get the executive decision that's right I have the power you have all the power doesn't is don't let it go to your head well, I know it, it has already I know I was gonna say it goes to my head every time so <laughs> okay news it or lose it here we go Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I'm going to read some headlines. Jarrett, you decide what we news and what we lose and what we news we will delve deep into at the top of the next hour. Deep, deep, balls deep. <laughs> Headline number one. Amazon working, uh, Amazon working on wearable that tracks not just steps, but emotions. Um, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> uh, is it like 
how did it even do that? Okay, I guess uh, the fact that I have this many questions means we should yeah, probably yeah. use it. I mean, I think that when you take more than three seconds to think about it, you're interested. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, all right, headline number two. Rapper Ice-T almost shoots Amazon delivery driver. This is the second Amazon story. Um, you know what? I saw Ice-T in a headline yesterday, and it seemed like it was probably a funny story. <laughs> We have to find out. We have to news it to find out. Okay, well, let's news it. Okay. Headline number three. Are vegan diets healthy for kids? Doctors say no. No. Oh, I almost cussed. Um, (laughs) Just like... Obvious news. Yeah, like Mm. people and their diets. I feel like people should not impose their diets on their kids unless it's like a, you know, we don't need junk food or we try and like limit our sugar. But like, but like when when people have super strict diets for their kids, especially when they're growing babies who need milk. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And And calcium. I I guess most vegans feel like they're doing it for health reasons or for the environment or something like that. But like, I just don't think kids should have to do that. I think that. Being vegan is a very, very specific choice, and I think the child should be able to make that choice. Exactly. And not yeah. just be like, you're raised in this environment where you don't know beef, right. and that will, that will be your life. And well, like, I, mean, I feel like it makes it really awkward for them at school and stuff like that, so um, lose it. Yeah. No, my friend uh, was raised vegetarian, and he said that he got made fun of all the time because he'd never eaten meat before. Right. And so he got teased. Which I also, I guess it's also difficult if you're a parent and you have kids and you're vegan, and you don't have me in the house, but anyway, don't right. lose it. Headline number four, battery arrest after hedgehog custody dispute. Say that one more time. Justin was like waving at me. Sorry. Battery <laughs> arrest after hedgehog custody dispute. Battery arrest. After hedgehog custody dispute. Because Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out. Um, I feel like I should lose this. <laughs> okay. But I don't know that I care about the story. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, then are you newsing news it or it. losing it? Okay, news you're newsing it. it. Okay, so we're going to news Amazon working on wearable that tracks uh, your emotions. The rapper Ice Two, who almost shot an Amazon delivery driver, and a battery arrest that took place after a hedgehog custody dispute. <laughs> if that's not something to look forward to, then I don't know what is. I don't know what is. That's coming up. More news it or lose it right after this break. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson, Jared Hill. Thank you for checking us out. You can follow the show at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow the station at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram. We make an occasional appearance there as well. And uh, if you'd like to listen in different ways, that's entirely possible. Maybe you're listening now on the Radio.com app. Maybe you are listening on uh, a desktop computer. Whoa, that would be crazy uh, at your workplace. Or maybe you're at home and you're like, how do I listen at home? That's not just using my phone and putting it on full volume and putting it inside of a, a cup or something for a. a oh my god, I, I totally still do that, and I have Bluetooth speakers, and it's like. What yeah, is but wrong sometimes with it's easier to just go cup. It is. You just gotta go old school. Like, there's a glass right here. But you can also use your home speaker if you have one of those, an do actual people, smart speaker. Huh? Do people know what we're talking about when we say put a put your phone. Put in a, a cup, cup on it. I think like, we, uh, yeah. If you Justin, turn, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you put it in a bowl or a, a cup or something. Yeah, in, in your sink. Like any oh, like in the sink? Yeah, I've never used that. Thing. I've, I've done that in the shower, but like it kind of amplifies the sound. I'm just wondering, like, are we talking about something that no one knows what we're talking about? I guess we I would do. like to hear from you if you do still do that, especially if you have a Bluetooth speaker at home <laughs> and you don't care to use it. As I raise my even hand. Just doing, even just pressing the power button on that yeah. and letting it connect on its own is just too much. Well, it's like it's in the other room. I just don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's amazing how lazy we've gotten yes sorry I, you were, ca- I cannot imagine uh but you yes were trying to tell you can to say alexa. hey google home you can say hey alexa or hey whoever the hell it is that's controlling your living room and say put on channel q on radio.com and she will listen to you and you can listen to us that way yes and also if you're listening on the podcast leave a review um that always really helps to um to help other people find the show if you leave a review um ideally a positive one but uh you know leave a review say what you're thinking and how you feel about the show and we see those so. yeah exactly and we don't email blast you and ask you to review every little thing just like every other company does exactly, so why don't you yeah. just take you the ch- just take the moment for yourself to do that because we won't send you a thousand follow-up emails going thank you for your feedback how do you want to rate the feedback that you just gave if you could just take a two-minute survey about the survey you just did that would I, be awesome i hate getting the confirmation email after you've unsubscribed from somewhere it's like, did you just send me another email? Yeah. Like- I once got a piece of paper in the mail from, I believe, my bank 
thanking me for going paperless. For going green? Oh, that's so stupid. You wasted a whole piece yeah. of paper to thank me for I going think we paperless. Got the same thing too, yeah. And and it said go paperless on the envelope or something, I'm sure. Too. Right. Yeah, yeah with terms. that little leaf on it. You're not fooling so, anyone yeah, with that exactly. leaf. You just killed that leaf. <laughs> exactly. All right. News it or lose it. Here we go. <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Conveniently, we're discussing Amazon. Takes up two-thirds of the stories today. And takes up two-thirds of your inbox. But. It, it does. Uh, I've had to review things that I have no intention. Like, if you buy new batteries, mm. and then they're like, how do you feel about the purchase that you made? And I'm like, I feel Annoying. completely <laughs> neutral about ordering batteries. I don't need to give you any kind of forced... I mean, who leaves a bad review for some batteries? Yeah, unless they're just trying. Or who leaves a good review for batteries? Who like, leaves any review for batteries? Oh my God, these batteries work. <laughs> who knew? That bunny was right. Exactly. Okay. Everything is tracked now, as we know. Your steps are tracked. You can track your food intake. You can track your sleep. You can track your breathing. You can track your water intake, which is what I do with Plant Nanny, and it's driving me nuts. Have you heard of Plant Nanny? I, I have like a little we, plant. I like we keep going off on tangents. That but I no. water every day with the cups of water that I'm supposed to be drinking, and it is getting very demanding. I think I've drinking like 50 ounces of water today. My plant is still sick, and I'm, I'm oh, this very a, stressed about this it. This isn't a real plant. It's a it's a plant. It's on a your digital app. plant. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Anyway, all of this gives you if if it's, if it, you're anything like me, that all of this gives you anxiety. Now they can track that too. Amazon is creating a voice-activated wearable that is capable of reading human emotions. The report says that the device would come equipped with a microphone to listen to a user's voice and detect their emotional state. It was added that it wasn't clear how far along the project was, but it's called Codename Dylan. <laughs> oh, that's my brother's name. Really? Yes. I feel like Dylan... If that's what they actually call this thing, not a great name. I'm just going to be honest. It doesn't feel like a, a an artificial intelligence thing that I'd want named Dylan, especially because it's my brother's name. But like, yeah, you don't want Dylan deciding what your emotional state is. Okay, so here's the problem that I have with this, and we talk about AI a lot on this show. Somehow, um, my my problem is I feel like all of these things, all of these computers, learning the way that we what we want what we're thinking, what we use all the time, now what we're feeling, like, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, like, all of these computers are learning too many different things about us, and when the computers take over, they're going to know if you're happy or if you're sad, if you're hungry, if you're tired. Or if we're afraid. If we're afraid and be able to use that, like, the way that, you know, animals can and, like, we all can, like, I don't need my computer to be able to do all that. Like, I don't want my computer to be able to smell fear. Because exactly. everyone else can. Exactly. And I'm afraid all the time. And then take that information and like give it to Amazon or right. to Apple or to They're Facebook. They're like this weak fear woman. Exactly. Why don't you st- go sell her some more batteries or she's something? A, she's afraid every time you do X, so don't approach her this way when you're selling her batteries. Like, right. That's creepy to me. I think that, no, that's definitely creepy. And what's frustrating, too, is that... Yes, I can give in to all the tracking of the steps and the breathing and the water and everything. But my emotions, those are mine to shove down. Exactly. Okay? I don't necessarily want everyone to know about my emotions. Right. Those so, are for me and my therapist. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Those, that's my privacy. Yeah. That's where I, like, for the most part, when people say identity, like stealing people's identity, I'm like, I don't really think there's much worth stealing. For me, I'm a pretty open book. Yeah. I don't think there, I don't think if someone stole my identity, they'd be like, woohoo, yeah. They'd just be kind of like, oh, all right, another person. But yeah. my emotions, those are mine, okay? Yeah. I, I've had someone steal my, my credit card information and I got a text from the bank and it was like, did you just buy groceries in Canada? I was like, not sitting here in this office in Los Angeles, I didn't. So Yeah, um, I didn't buy a bunch of maple syrup. Right, exactly. <laughs> maple syrup. Okay, so okay, there's so, another Amazon store Yes, here? because Ice-T almost shot oh, an right. Amazon delivery yes. driver. So Amazon, of course, has made us incredibly lazy. We've discussed this already. Going to the store is kind of a foreign concept now. But, uh, I mean, people don't even... I mean, if you're putting your phone in a cup because you can't use your Bluetooth <laughs> speaker, then you're definitely not stopping by the you know the store to get something. But yeah. uh, having that luxury also means that, you know, strangers are going to be knocking on your door more often, which can be confusing for people like Ice-T. And he put out a message to Amazon on Twitter... 
saying now that you have regular people making your home deliveries, maybe they should wear a vest with some sort of Amazon delivery uh, logo on it because I almost shot an MF creeping up on my crib last night. Just saying. Um, I don't think he's wrong. No, I don't either. I didn't yeah. actually realize that just regular people are walking. Yeah. I thought they did have a vest or no. something. So like it, it's two. It, there's a there's two sides of this. One, he's not wrong, but the other part is like, didn't you order something? <laughs> like, you, yes. you or your wife? I guess if there's more than one person at the house, you're like, who is this at my door? And you've yeah. probably gotten a thousand emails about it being on its way. Whenever someone is knocking at my door, it always creeps me out. Um, I, I like you can't just walk up to my front door, you know. And so like whenever someone's actually at my door knocking if I'm not expecting them it always creeps me out yeah. so I kind of get that uh, we got flowers delivered to us from my wife's dad he sent them for Easter yeah and it was terrifying yeah because nobody ever knocks on our door either yeah. and, and because we have one of those uh, complexes where there's like an actual mail room where the, all the all the people drop yeah. off the packages there so no one's really knocking on our door to drop off things and it freaked me out we were looking out the peephole I was like I had a bat in my hand and then she was like flowers I was like wow okay that was a close one I did this thing once where I took the stairs up to my my place and I walked up to the front door and there was like a uh, a dead flower arrangement in a vase like (laughs) sitting outside the door and it freaked me I was like what the Sopranos is going on like is someone trying to kill me like it freaked me out and then I realized I hadn't gone up to the right floor and I was like oh I'm at my neighbor's house oh and like that's almost dropping off flowers for the Adams family exactly exactly and then I was like Wait, why do you always have dead flowers outside your front door? Like, it was really Right, weird. like, were those delivered when they were on vacation or something, and they just know. sat there and died? Or so were they bizarre. like, these flowers are dead, I'm just going to set them right out here? It was so weird, and I'm, I still don't understand why they do that. Well, that's also a that. nice deterrent to strangers. Fair enough. it deterred you. Fair enough, it did, yeah. yes. All right, well, we still have to talk about the hedgehog custody dispute, but we're going to have to take a little yes. moment. Yes, we'll jump into that, and then we've got a couple of politics headlines that have... Actually pissed me off. I'll just be honest okay, about it. They really upset me. So we'll finish up News It or Lose It and we'll look at politics when we come back. You're listening to Drop the Subject with Jared and Allie. It's a brand new show right here yeah. on the brand new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. <sighs> that was a weighted sigh. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Thank you for listening. This is Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Are you doing like your your comfortable receptionist for us? Like, what is that? Hi. Uh, yeah, you're going to need a key card to get in. And you've already been turned away for public intoxication. Thank you so oh, much. Kind of a problem. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's talk about this battery hedgehog custody dispute really yes. quickly so that we can get into the important stuff. Uh This is going to be a tough segue, but basically a dispute over a custody of a hedgehog turned violent Uh recently when a Florida woman allegedly struck. Let me stop you right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida, Florida, Florida. You never disappoint. Yeah, she uh, she this girl was very upset with her mom because, you know, she's a teenager and she's mad about everything. So they were already arguing about living arrangements and following directions. (laughs) According to the police, the teenager then announced that she was packing her things and she was going to leave. And then she decided, I'm going to take the family hedgehog with me. And the mom said, "Uh, no, 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 you're not. That's where I draw the line because, you know, your your siblings, your brother and sister, they're the ones who really take care of the hedgehog, not you. And then the daughter struck the mother. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it got violent. And then the cops came and she was blocking the person from going into the siblings room, which is when uh, the altercation happened. It was witnessed by all the siblings. The cops showed up. There was pushing and shoving then they uh, took the teen away they gave her a little time to gather her things and she is gone and she has been charged with a misdemeanor of domestic battery domestic battery yeah domestic battery a misdemeanor domestic battery count I just I what are you in for hedgehog you're right hedgehog assault I kidnapped a hedgehog yeah like what yeah, so that that happens. I mean, you know, people get upset about animals if you get if you're in a relationship for a long period of time and then you split up and you got the dog together. What do you do with it? Are you going to share custody? Are you going to they going to go, you know, to one person's house some nights or, you know, is there going to be a, an actual custody battle? Those happen more and more, not just with hedgehogs, but with dogs and cats too. I just I I 
I'm so removed from this one. Like, I, like <laughs> you pets, wanted to news this. Well, no, I just. And I, now you're uninvested. I, well, I was I was totally uh, fascinated by the hedgehogging of it, and I was just like, I didn't realize there was like a minor and a moving out, and like a. It's just it's crazy to me how people like. I mean, it's not crazy to me how people are so invested in their animals. I guess it's it's crazy to me that like these things get violent. And like yeah, like then, the only thing next to do is to to be violent yeah, and hit somebody. Yeah, it's just like wow. Okay, um, you're gonna make me pivot from this to Harriet. Tubman. Yeah, we're just gonna sashay over to <laughs> Harriet Tubman now. Harriet and Tubman. The, you know, I'm actually excited to talk about this because when I was, we were talking regularly about when they were trying to figure out who was going to be on the twenty dollar bill, and yeah. there were all the nominees, and they said it was going to be Harriet Tubman, and I was so excited. And then now it keeps getting. To, it's been what, like two years later, and it still has not been made. <sighs> this thing. Yeah, so this story comes from USA Today. Uh, William Cummings reporting it. it says the Treasury t- Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said during a congressional hearing on Wednesday that a redesign of the $20 bill to feature abolitionist hero uh, Harriet Tubman would not be ready in time for the planned 2020 release, which would have obviously been next year. He said, quote, the primary reason we've looked at redesigning the currency is for counterfeiting issues. Based upon this, the $20 bill will not will now not come out until 2028. The $10 bill and the $50 bill will come out with new che- new features beforehand. Um, Wait, 2028? Exactly. So even if Donald Trump is reelected, it won't come out while he's president. With Harry and they're Tubman saying it's it. because of counterfeiting. I, but do you buy I mean, that? Absolutely not. You so, don't even buy that with a twenty dollars Harriet Tubman. I wouldn't. I always say like I wouldn't buy that with Kanye's credit card. So like <laughs> I uh, this is one of those stories that there's always you know talk amongst journalists about whether or not we call things racist or racially changed or racially charged or whatever and I, I hosted a panel this week with a bunch of journalists I'm having a conversation about this and like this is something that I just feel like is blatantly racist like Donald Trump um, was opposed to Hillary to Hillary Clinton was opposed to Harry Tubman being on the 20 to begin with oh I remember that now during yeah. the election and he was saying that it needs to be Andrew Jackson a slave owner um, I and like uh, was Wait, always isn't fighting. Jackson already on something? He's already on it, right. He was saying that we shouldn't take him off of it. Oh, I see. Okay. And then he suggested that we put Harriet Tubman on a smaller bill, like a $2 bill, you know, something that's not Something really that printed. no one ever uses. Exactly. Um, and so now to do this, like, when you look at, like, the multitude of things that Donald Tr- Trump has done, like, and put them all together in context, um, unlike Republicans are doing with the Mueller report, right? Like, when you look at all of those things together, it's like, this is a racist act. Right. Like you are you're 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 stopping Harriet Tubman from being honored in this way. Um and like even if she does still get on the twenty, it won't happen while you're president. Like this is one of the things that makes me cuss up the television. And yes, no, definitely. And the fact that there's been all this talk about him not being able to release his, or not releasing his financial records and all of like no one you're not able to find out what he's doing with his money and now he's trying to control what's on the money. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Just, it's just like I, trying to control every single aspect he's of it. He's a trash human being. Um, and I just don't think that cash is, like, does anybody use cash anymore? I use it so little now that it's like, who knows where cash is going to be in 2028? Like, let this woman have this this honor and like let people be able to celebrate this but like this is why Donald Trump is an awful human the worst. being I think that also uh, why don't we maybe shift gears and put Harriet Tubman on a bitcoin <laughs> there you go right. you know because maybe they won't they won't uh, fight that as much and more people are going to be using electronic currency. Yeah, well, I mean, we'd have to get a coin then, I guess, right? Is that is there well, there's, an actual... a, there's a coin, yeah, oh, digital-looking yeah, 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 coin cool. face and it just has a C on it. Why don't we put Harry and Tubman's face on there? That would be the ultimate, like, I mean, if people started using it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I have Bitcoin. So, um, I have, I don't have any Bitcoin. I I, I keep I want, trying po- to figure out if it's going to be worth it or not. Uh, no, it's not worth it. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I bought it when it was really, really at its all-time high, okay. and then it's done nothing but go down, and oh. I have point oh oh one. Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank, thanks. Yeah, so, well, I can have point oh oh one of a Harriet Tubman. There we go. I was gonna say maybe we need to figure out something better. Than, <laughs> <laughs> like then maybe not, something yeah, that's actually worth exactly. something. Maybe the two dollar bill was the better. Yeah, but option. one Bitcoin is like seven grand. So. Oh well, that's true. Okay. Okay. So what else? So we got? Uh, Donald Trump is also trash because um, <laughs> this headline comes from a releasing that comes from the National Center for Transgender Equality. That the headline of the releasing says the Trump administration announces plan to gut protections for trans people in shelter. It begins by saying um, that they announced this plan to deny transgender people experiencing homeless equal access to shelters. The proposal announced by the Department of Housing and Urban 
development headed by you know the brilliant Ben Carson uh, centers <laughs> on the equal access rule first published in 2012 ensuring um, shelters and programs do not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity um, Ben Carson plans to weaken those provisions and other protections for transgender people seeking access to HUD programs so um, this, Wait, so where is this taking place? This is, I mean, this is at a federal level. So, like, they're basically taking away the equal protections for trans people um, being able to, you know. And this would be across the country. Yeah, seemingly. I mean, but then it also, you know, each individual shelter probably has its own rules or whatever. But, like, this is basically opening up the the um, the, the option for people to discriminate against people and not be oh, federally. Yeah. Great. Federally held. So we're that. going back to we're going backwards. We're, we're in time. opening. We're we're limiting discrimination laws, which is very Trump and very Pence more than anything. Um, again, I'll remind you that Mike Pence is the former governor of Indiana, where they had the law that was for religious freedom, which all ended up being talked about um, for you know you can turn away a gay couple and not make their wedding cake, uh. um, which ended up really hurting Indiana. Um, we saw this happen with North Carolina with their bathroom laws and how people started pulling money out of North Carolina. And they figured that one out. Um, and it's 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 just infuriating to continue to see like us rolling backwards. But I always like to remind people that this is what again means and make America great again. Right. Mm. Um, the most important thing to remember about make America great again is the last word again, because that word indicates that we're going back somewhere, that we're going back to a time that came before mm. and that we are. Right. We that's are exactly what we're doing. We are steadily yeah. declining back into another time, which has major implications for race, for, you know, gender and um, sexual orientation equality for all of these different things. And as we talk about Donald Trump, always remember that when things like this happen with abortion in Alabama and in Missouri and in Georgia, and all these other states this is what again means and make america great again this is what you're voting for i just can't it's just crazy to me i mean that that totally that that mentality absolutely makes sense and we are we we are making america great again mm-hmm. and we're going back in time i just can't believe that there are people sitting around in a room going remember discrimination yeah that was that was cool right like yeah. we were getting somewhere with that why don't we go back to that ah the good old days when and we could discriminate you have awful people in the white house like stephen miller who is just like got to be one of the worst people in, in creation um, that are, you know, advising the, pre- the president on immigration and you have people just, I mean, I could go Well, he surrounded himself this. with people like that. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, he surrounded himself with people who think like he does and worse than he does and have strategies because he doesn't and have, have no that. morals. Yeah. And yeah. don't have a backbone. So. So yay. A fun chat. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go t- back to the hamster. Listen, no, I know. Right. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back a little bit lighter, we're going to pivot. Uh, it's time for everybody's favorite guessing game. It's called Gay Gay Cray Cray where Allie has a story and I have to figure out if we're talking about gay folks or straight folks that's going to be right after this quick break. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Welcome back to Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. <laughs> Fumbling with my headphones. She had some, a headphone situation going on over there. So It's because I have to get them over my big forehead. It takes a while. <laughs> uh, but yes, Jared is correct. This is Drop the Subject. And I'm Allie Johnson and Jared Hill is here. And you are on the hot seat because you are going to have to d- uh, decide whether this is a gay gay story or a cray cray story. Now, is this a, a gay gay cray cray story that... The Justin came up with this story? Justin sent me this one, yeah. Okay, because I saw in the meeting he walked in and I was like, oh, you've got you've got a gay, gay, cray, cray. So I'm I'm curious what the straight guy came up with. Yeah, okay. So this is about a couple. Of course, I'm not going to reveal any th- details about their gender or their names or right. anything like that. And you're going to, I'm just going to give you the details of what happened and you're going to have to guess if they are a gay, gay couple or just a good old fashioned straight, cray, cray couple. No pressure. And I'm just going to say right off the about this does not involve florida good place to start okay Okay. (laughs) this is a person who's in a relationship with another person they are married okay and everything was going fine until 2003 Uh a long time ago (laughs) this happened a while ago okay but the details of it have just been revealed this was around thanksgiving and the holidays of course can be stressful and they got into a fight over the holidays 
And eventually, one person decided, you know where the best place to take this is? Outside slashing your tires. Okay. So, the uh, one person in the couple went outside, went to the other couple's, uh, the other person in the couple's raised F-250 truck, Straight whose tires down. are very, very... <laughs> and we're done Is here. that a death? <laughs> Raised F-150. That's a straight, white, southern, not necessarily southern, midwestern maybe, guy. Does not say whether or not the truck has truck nuts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my mom actually is changing careers. (laughs) And she she used to work at Apple, and she now is doing, like, interior design. And I pulled up to her house uh, when I was visiting last, and she has, like, a little truck now, like an actual... They don't have truck nuts. No, but it was it was a Mother's Day, and I was like, "Damn, Mom, I would have gotten you some truck nuts if I knew you were driving a truck." Truck nuts are so hilariously <laughs> awful to me. That's so funny. That I want to meet the person. I mean, Wait, the man who, came up who with invented that? truck nuts. It's certainly a man. It's certainly. A if man. it is a woman, then I want to talk to you even more. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, sorry. So they go outside to the truck nuts truck. Anyway, this person is a good. Uh, I mean, the okay, I can't. They're a good blank and a good parent. Oh, I can't even read the rest a of good that spouse. sentence without. Yeah, they're a, a good, good spouse. spouse. They're a good parent. But when we get into when we got into this fight, I lost it a little bit, slashed the tires. Then the person hurt themselves and needed to get thirteen stitches to close their hand back up Holy because Jesus. the tires were very thick on this particular Ford F two fifty, and slashing the tires was quite a process. Um, the two who have been married since. 2000 okay then the two got married oh now okay got it okay so when this happened they were not married yet (laughs) oh that was going to be an indicator for me then they got married in 2006 separated in 2008 but later reconciled so this is a rather back and forth they got married in 2006 separated in 2008 yep and then are and then reconciled reconciled. okay so question is are they gay gay or are they cray cray can I ask a follow up question sure where did this happen Oh, oh my god, this, this is the music from my favorite game show ever. Uh, let's see. I don't have a location. I'm not showing a location okay, on this. Because I was going to make it a dead giveaway. I just know that it's not Florida. But actually, I really don't know that because there's no location here. I'm going to guess that they're a straight couple because they were married in 2006. Because and, they stayed together? Well, because they got married in 2006 and it was only legal in like a handful of states in 2006. Um, oh, I see. You're using your process of elimination. Yeah, and I'm also and thinking... your history knowledge. Exactly. I, I'm i also thinking, like, a truck nuts truck... This truck did not have truck nuts. Stop, Jared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, you know what? A lot of lesbians... I, I would definitely own a truck... Yeah, you know, if I if I wanted to, which I, I kind of don't, That's but I could true. see myself in a truck. There are some of, real lesbians that could have truck nuts and a, and a big F two fifty. Lesbians with Subarus um, and not pickups. Uh, okay, okay. I don't know. A female welder would probably need a truck. True, true. Um, but I don't want to sway you. Were there any other quotes in this article? <sighs> Let's see. Justin, I love you for this. They're music. a good person. They're a good parent. But then sometimes I look at them and go, I've never liked you. There's nothing I like about you. We have nothing in common. I don't like any of the S you like. I don't ever want to see you again. And then two <laughs> weeks later, I'm like, things are so good, you guys. Um, I, I, I feel like what happened to the music? I was really enjoying that. I was feeling the pressure. Oh, there we go. Um, OK, I feel like this is a straight couple. OK. I feel like I'm confident. Final answer. Locking in on hetero couple. Yes, final answer. You, okay. The first person in this relationship is named Alicia Beth Moore. Oh my God, this is Pink and her husband. (laughs) Oh my God! Yes, you are correct. Right, but oh my God, this is Pink and her her man. I was wondering if you would know what her real name was, and you did. It was Pink. I'm a self-respecting guy. And her husband, and she revealed this just recently, I guess, on the Ellen DeGeneres show, uh, when she hurt herself while slashing her husband Carrie Hart's tires not too long ago. Oh my God, Pink, you're crazy. Yeah, the holidays are stressful, said Pink. I got clean through the first one, and the second one, I lost a little steam and hit the metal part, and my hand just went straight down the knife. 
Holy crap. Okay, so so this is major red flag. Um, yes. So this is one of those things where when, I, when I'm dating someone, the way that they talk about having done something like this would tell me whether or not I need to be dating this person. Let me give you an example. I met a guy who was like really cute and we had a really good conversation and like, uh, you know, you do that hours on the phone thing and you think it means something. And so we had like- our Wait, when was this? Hours on the phone? We were, This was like a couple years ago. Oh, Maybe wow. like two years ago. Okay, still long talks on the phone. Yeah, yeah, like long conversation. You know, he lived he lived in Koreatown. I live in Inglewood. It was a long distance relationship. <laughs> So, it's not that far. <laughs> it's not that far. Um, so I think he lived in Koreatown. I don't know where he lived. Anyway, um, he lived in Hollywood. So he had told me that he'd had a boyfriend and they had been together for years. And he mentioned like the boyfriend was like always on his phone and like it was a, a problem for them. And he mentioned like, oh, he was like, I smashed two iPhones in that conversation. Oh, and I was like, wee-oo, I'm wee-oo, sorry. Wee-oo. Right. And he would like, he said that he like would take the phone from his boyfriend and like throw it across the room and smash it. Oh. And he told the story with like such pride that I thought like, first of all, what you're not going to do is take my iPhone and throw it across the phone, or across the room. But two, like you're way too comfortable and proud of that, like proud uh, of that violent behavior. I don't need to be dating you. Yeah, like, you're not like bragging about that and saying, oh, I had to smash so many phones because I was mad about exactly, this. Exactly, like you're so proud of that. And I think that throwing the phone is a very antiquated thing to do. Now, when you throw a phone across the room, that's worth $1,000. Exactly. This iPhone is $1,200 or whatever it is. And like, you're going to throw and that I across the room? I didn't get Apple room. Care. No Ex- one gets that crap. Nobody did. No. Right. So when he said that, I was like, oh, red flag. I stopped talking to him. Yeah. Then I dated someone immediately after him who we were talking and like, we had been talking for a few weeks and like, he came and like, wanted to have like a sit down conversation. And he's like, I just want to talk to you and let you know that like, I threw your iPhone. Across. No, no. He was like, I just want you to know that like, you know, I was in a really in a relationship where a lot of people knew us and all that kind of stuff. And like at some point, if we're out together, you know, it might come up that my last relationship ended in a really ugly way. And like we ended up having like a big fight and it was violent and all that. And like, oh. I really feel crappy about it. And like, I felt really terrible about it for a long time. And like the way he talked about it. But at least it, he was. Yeah, he was saying remorseful. that it's something that he learned th- from not just something that was like a bragging about violence thing right and exactly and so in that instance like he was so upset and hurt about it that it made me feel like okay you're not proud of this behavior this isn't something that you want to replicate and so then i was like okay i can keep talking to him we ended up but then you did it longer anyway it was only a couple more months after that (laughs) but um what a happy ending but the way that people talk about those things is really indicative of like who they are and what they want and what they what you can expect about yeah about what they're gonna do if you're bringing that up in casual conversation like when we when me and my wife first started dating uh, a friend of a friend ended up reaching out to her and saying don't date her she's a homewrecker oh gosh yeah and i was like whoa pause we need to talk about that when we come back we've got another quick break and we'll be right back don't go anywhere you're listening to drop the subject with with jared and ali on the new channel q on your radio radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject ah, chugging right along drop the subject on the new channel q with ali johnson jared hill ginger justin um we where we left off i was telling you about my home wrecker story so you're you're the home wrecker. I was the home wrecker in this scenario. And to be honest, I mean that you just told a story about somebody who you were dating and they casually brought up, "Oh, I had to throw this person's phone across the room twice." And they were basically bragging about it, right? And that's not something to brag about. You know what's so funny is every time I've told that story, everyone has had the same exact reaction, so I felt like, "Okay, I made the right choice." Everyone's been like, "Oh my god." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I would love to meet the person who's like, "Oh man, the one that got away." Exactly. I mean, he's really cute. He has a great smile, but just couldn't do Well, I mean, if you have a great smile while you're throwing a phone across the room, you're still throwing a phone across the room. Your point is well taken. So I, though, was a little bit, I've never really been labeled as a bad girl or a a reject, like, well, I guess reject now that I've gotten that label, but bad girl. yeah, I've never been like a bad girl. So... I was I a little why, excited. I don't know why that's so funny. To why do I have to say it like that? A bad girl. I was a bad girl. <laughs> so I was kind of intrigued by somebody calling me a homewrecker. Okay. I've never really, I've never really cheated on anybody. The only person I ever cheated on was a guy 
and I did it in front of him with a girl, and I don't think that he minded so much. Okay. Except for the fact that I asked him to drop me off at my house and then leave so, so that I could sleep with her. So we haven't done your coming out story, but now I'm fascinated hearing about. Oh, you that's not a even guy. a part of the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was this is my one cheating story, but for for the most part, I've been pretty. I've been the good guy in the relationship, the good girl. So. I guess this other time I was dating a girl in, uh, this was back when I lived in New York, and we dated for about three months or something, and I, about, I think two two months in, I decided I'm moving to San Francisco. I was going to move out to the Bay Area, and I had just been cast in Anne Frank the Musical mm. as Anne Okay. Okay. Look at your little Anne. Yep. Yep. Little Anne. I okay. was. Yeah. I was. And uh, so she decided we, you know, why don't we still date? You know, we don't want to break up or anything. This is while I went on a national tour of Ooh. Anne Frank the musical. So I was traveling around. We were eating a lot of fast food. By the end of the run, I was the fattest Anne Frank you've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think anyone really believed that I was only living on meat and potatoes. <laughs> but that's besides the point. At the end of it, I moved to San Francisco, and the girl I was dating was like, I want to move out there with you. And I was like, I think we should not see each other anymore, because I just Yikes. don't want you to move. Like, we'd only be together three months. I'm like, don't move out to California for me. Yeah. I don't, like, oh, I know I'm great and everything. It was only three months in. That's scary. Yeah. Like, and she yikes. was like, but I love you. And I was like, yeah, but I just... Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Ooh. I just feel like you're not. You know, I, I didn't. I broke her down. Broke it down nicely. At least I thought I did. So then, anyway, I we break up. She's very sad. She doesn't talk to me anymore. I move to San Francisco. Start dating around, dipping my toes in the t- dating pool. In the lady pond. In the lady pond, <laughs> and uh, then I start dating Katie, who's now my wife, and sh- we. The, the girl that I had dated and Katie have a mutual friend. Mm. So then the mutual friend, uh, who also lives in San Francisco, was talking to Katie, blah, 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 blah. And it came up that we were dating. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I know that girl. Yikes. Don't date her. She's a homewrecker. And Katie didn't tell me this until way after the fact, after we had already been dating for a while. Oh, my God. And, of course, she, she that was a could have been a red flag for her, but yeah. she decided to stick with it, and g- glad she did, because I'm a real catch. But I've never been called a homewrecker before, at least I didn't think so. Wow. But there was a little part of me who was like, huh, I'm a homewrecker. Yeah. <laughs> You felt like, I'm, I'm a, a bad I'm girl. I'm bad. I'm a bad girl. <laughs> and it was kind of like, ooh, I'm, I'm the one. You, it's like, be careful with her. You never know what's going to happen. I love that you heard that about yourself and you liked it. You're like, <laughs> it's like, what? That's right. Tell me more. You don't know what you're going to get. I'm a mixed bag. Exactly. She's like, were there any other derogatory adjectives? I know. I'm like, just <laughs> say she's going to break your heart. Right. Just say she's going to cheat on you. What she's else did she trashy say? She's trash. skank. Like, what did she say yeah, about Yeah, I want it all. <laughs> Because I want Katie to be walking around going like, I don't know. And then her friends being like, she's, you know, she might hurt you. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. I wanted to be the subject of that so conversation just once. I, the mutual friend thing has come up for me in dating when I had been talking to a guy online and I'm always like hesitant to share my social media because of all the things that I do or whatever um, and how much of my work is connected to my social media. And so I eventually, after we had been talking for a little while, I, I shared my social media with him and he scrolled through my Instagram and saw someone that he recognized. That was a good friend of mine. And he was like, he like stopped talking to me immediately. He was like, um, I saw so-and-so on your Instagram and I can't talk to you anymore. What? And I was like, Abruptly, like he—that was the last <gasps> day we saw. So, do you didn't know anything about that person? Apparently, why? they had dated. He was heard about it, oh. and like it was ridiculous. Yeah, so. but it's a small dating pool sometimes. So it's like, what are you supposed it's a to do? Very small dating. pool. I mean, if lesbians didn't date each other because they dated other people, no one would date anyone ever. Listen, absolutely right. All right. So before we we unfortunately are out of time, but we have to send you off with something nice. The gayest sports highlights of the week. Unfortunately, my sharks are out of the playoffs. They are not going to the Stanley Cup because they. Really Really, really sucked earlier this week. But also, there was a couple things that were said during the play-by-play that were super gay. So without further ado, to send you off, this is Gayest Sports Highlights of the Week. We'll see you tomorrow. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. Bennington's been on fire and net, and uh, they have Big D on the back end. Good rush, good penetration. 
and the finish right there. Hope that one over the head of the third baseman. But you see how physical and how hard Tarasenko wants to be. Drops it. Oh, mercy. The Lauer came off after his 100th pitch and a group hug. Oh, that's great. He wants, look at Strom's like, come on, let's go. Guy pitched his tail off. We need to give him some love. Jared Balsley not part of the hug? No, not into Joey it. Joey Lucchese is. Here comes the rest of the starting rotation. There you go. These have been the gayest sports highlights from this week. Push. Drop the subject. There are more sexual identities than stars in the solar system now, and the new one everyone's talking about? Ace. What is Ace? Is that someone who only dates blackjack dealers? Or maybe just people named Ace. Who knows? Being inclusive is confusing. Uh, We'll break it down Sesame Street style with our brand new segment, Coming to Terms. Hit me. Too rich for my blood. Drop the subject. Weekdays, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.